Good morning, and welcome to Emmett Audio, episode 48. I'm pretty sure. It's super windy outside, and so even though it's not totally cold, it feels like face-bitingly cold because it's so windy. Um, and I was up a bunch last night with the wind because it brought me flashbacks of the tornado that came through our neighborhood a couple of years back. Still makes me nervous to have wind gusting like that around the house. Today I want to talk about transitioning to working for yourself. And I guess I should start by just describing what my situation was. And then we can talk about probably a more common situation. So my situation when I decided to start seeing if I could make my spoon carving more a part of my living... I had a very modest goal um, in that I was, I had the Christmas tree farm, I had my editing business, and I had a part-time seasonal job. And this part-time seasonal job brought in, after taxes, maybe $8,000 a year. So my goal was to replace that $8,000. And that first year, Um, and, and that first year I recognized that I I might not be able to fully replace that $8,000. So I got an even more part-time seasonal job on a farm, on a, on a harvest crew that was going to bring in about $4,000. So really all I was asking myself to do was bring in, uh, an additional $4,000. Now I completely failed to do that from the spoon carving. I might've made maybe a thousand dollars from spoon carving and that was being generous uh i managed to bring in the rest of that money from scything and from some writing that i did so i was barely able to keep where i was that first year and that was only trying to replace this eight thousand dollars of about i was probably earning about forty thousand dollars a year at that time Now, the next year, it got better, and I probably earned maybe $5,000 from spoon carving. And the next year after that, it got better. I probably doubled that again. And this year, uh, this last year, I, I, I don't have the numbers in, but it's somewhere less than 20 grand. But it's getting close to it because I've ramped up how much I do each day. I've been able to fully book each day of work, but it took years to get to that point. And I had the flexibility to do that because I had these other businesses that were also ticking along and had themselves had taken years to build up to that point. So my point is is that I played it very safe. And even playing it very safe, we had a pinch point. And now it doesn't it now it feels like I'm glad I played it safe because working for myself from these three very disparate businesses, I feel like my risk is really mitigated by being spread out across these different businesses that use a different part of my brain and body and are spread out across the economy. But 
there is always a risk going into business for yourself that that's not going to work out. And often it doesn't work out because you don't give it time, right? If you looked at me in the first year, you would say, oh, didn't work out. If you looked at me in the second year, you'd say, eh, I could see how maybe it would work out, but it certainly hasn't worked out yet. And it wasn't until the third year that I was like, oh yeah, okay. He's replaced the income from that job. And I can see how this would work out even more in the future. But that was years of daily effort to get to that point. So let's talk about if you're in a more common situation of you have a full-time job and you do this other thing, how do you decide to transition? And I would say, I would argue that the longer you can hold out, continuing to push yourself to do more and carve more and build that business, but hold out and just keep adding it on top of and on top of and on top of the thing that you do, the more you can build that business, the better position you'll be in. And if you can figure out a way to not completely leave your job, but maybe reduce the hours or transition to a different job that's a smaller job, come up with a plan so that you don't just quit your job and lean on the thing that you want to do. Get another job, be a waiter, be a line cook, work on a grounds crew, shift so that you have the time in your life to do the thing you want to do, but don't put all your eggs in that one basket. And recognize that it's going to take years of effort on your part to build up this other thing. And that just quitting your job and pouring all the effort into that thing is not going to make that process go any faster because partly it's a, it's a matter of your skill getting to a certain level, so you have to put in the work, your audience getting to a certain level, which just takes time and, some, and you can't really control it. And, and I mean, you can control it in that you put in the work, but some people build faster than others based on what they're doing, right? If I was making tools, game over. I'd, I'd have 20,000 followers right now, but I'm not carving spoons way less sexy so you have to run your own race and recognize that it takes time to build this thing and I would say hold off as long as you possibly can lean on it as little as possible and yet continue to push yourself I think the trap that people fall into is they think well Someday I'd like to transition, but until that day, I'll just kind of putter it along at a, at a low level. And then you end up five, 10 years down the road, not really that much better off than you, than you were because you weren't pushing yourself to build this thing. You have to have a hunger. You have to have a fire in your belly to build this thing as big and as fast and as best as you possibly can. At the same time, you also need to hold down the other job. So it's balancing those two that makes all the difference. There's a lot more to talk about on this subject, so I'm sure I'll come back to this again. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.